This experience is best with headphones. This is a program in partnership with Open and Clear Broadcasting. For more information and additional programs, visit us at openandclear.com. For any questions you would like us to focus on, comments about the show, inquiry about advertising with us, or just want someone to talk to, please visit us there at openandclear.com. Okay, let's go ahead and get started. You are listening live to ACIM Gather, a gathering for a course in miracles, students and teachers. For more shows and information, visit acimgather.com. I am your lunch hour's host. Reverend Devin Devine, your conscious spirit coach in Cicerone to experiencing firsthand what is God. For more information about me and what I can do for you, visit openandclear.com. That's O P E N A N D C L E A R.com. different subject and approach. Ultimately, each and every single one of them have the same lesson that God would have you learn. To eventually open up and receive first-hand experience of what is truth, what is love, and what is that which is God. what spirit has in store for us today as we tune in to this spiritual lunch hour broadcasting live from Utah, USA. <laughs> You're in a vocal mood today, huh, bud? 
He's learning to talk so much. So many words. <laughs> so many words. You want to say some words for them? Say, oh, no. He, he plugged it up with the binky. Says, no, no. I, I forgot you were alive. I'm nervous. I get nervous. Feel that, bud? You feel that? Yeah. Welcome. I'm in a good mood today, so I'm doing a few recordings. If you know much about me, I have several podcasts. Sometimes here at noon, we're tuning into the "I Am a Course of Miracles" podcast. Which is, I've been doing for almost 10 years. I think I've been saying that for a year or two. <laughs> I don't know how long I've been doing it. Uh, actually, I did it once, I could say. And I've maintained a little bit uh, on my travels as I was traveling. And now I'm reviving it or doing it again uh, for the first time again. As I've returned... From my five years of traveling around, meeting people, meeting a lot of you in the room here, and uh, learning what I can grasp from you, and uh, going to meditation centers, going to yoga things, and churches, and groups, endless variations of groups. Oh my gosh. Course in Miracles, I mean, they have one main. Uh, of course, one main thing about this, about about them that is the same, and that's of course, they have the book on hand. Not all of them are reading it, <laughs> including <laughs> probably a, a, a group I would have. I would love to get in it and read it, but uh, I could I could pretty much pull anything out of my butt, so. <laughs> It's all fun, and uh, I've, I feel like I've met millions of people, probably just thousands, and if I really want to be honest, it's probably just hundreds. <laughs> but millions, you know, I, I really just met one, one person. Uh, yeah, ACIM, uh, Course in Miracles. Uh, some, they're like, yeah, join our Course in Miracles group, come on over, and... They're calling it A Course in Miracles group, and yet they're doing, you know, other things, like the Urantia book, which I've never dabbled into at all. People say I, a lot of the stuff is dissimilar to what I talk about when I get into ten dimensions of reality. And I'm like, well, I mean, if it is coming from the actual source of the order of creation and the, and the board of Melchizedek, then, yeah, it would be the same stuff. <laughs> Because it's all kind of the same thing, and uh, and then there's uh, the way of mastery that people love, and I've only listened to some of the recording of the original channeling, and you know it wasn't my thing at the time. I'm not that concerned. I, you know, I I think any book, any practice, is all just attempting to get you to 
hear and recognize what what is the voice of God and literally be in communication with God. Oh, bug bunk in your head. And once you do that, then yeah, it might guide you to other books and other teachers and other things to listen to and so on and so forth uh, for, for a while. And then, you know, one day, at least for me, and I don't think everybody's this way, it's just so prominent in your experience that there's nothing else. I mean, I can watch, I can be as inspired by Elmo's world as I can be from any of these mystical books. <laughs> and, and yet I can be as inspired by these mystical books as much as Star Trek. <laughs> and it's all the same thing, and it all really is. I'm, I'm looking at this box of Cheerios over there, and I'm thinking how it has a message for me. It's kind of new into our house. It's uh, it's pumpkin spice, and Trina loves that kind of flavor, and, and I've always had kind of a resistance to it. So I think it's 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 calling me. It's saying, it's saying, hey Devin, there's some resistance you have over here. It's time to heal. It's time to get past, and you know something. <laughs> Eat me. <laughs> Oh, I just, I, I really love when I'm really aware of being in tune. It's not so much in tune because that's kind of always happening. <laughs> but aware that I'm in tuned and I'm watching something, some TV show, random. And how often I might say something to Trina all of a sudden. And they use almost the exact same words in the TV show. Uh... <laughs> And sometimes it's so random. It's like, I, I don't have any examples off the top of my head, but to say something that you don't think would come up in the show at all, and then it's so random that they use it as a joke or something. <laughs> and it's, it really is trying to, to to show me, you know, and constantly showing me that, uh, you know, we, this is all one mind, my friend. This is all... One space. <laughs> You're hearing the same thought of wanting to say something, as well as the. <laughs> you want to be tickled or something? It's it, you know it's a, it's fun it's fun because even right now it it is the same thing I'm I'm speaking to God and God's speaking through me and to me and with me and it just has this beautiful array of different I want to say conversations and uh, yeah I mean ultimately it, it all is I love you and it, it means that it loves me and I love it and all this stuff yet it, it just it's just it's always there, and if I really know that, and if I really trust that, then I go out through my day doing whatever it might be doing with a whole different confidence that I'm not nervous or afraid of someone else's opinion because there's only, there's only God's opinion, and there's only God out there. 
and there's only God in that conversation, in that interview, and in that whatever. And uh, there's there's only God at the store, and I really only have to remember what what is uh, available to being remembered. I don't have to really worry about. Like I always call my uh, Holy Spirit. <laughs> I call it uh, my secretary. Hey, bud, I need that. I need that monitor on. Oh, you're right. No, I don't. I don't. You can leave it off. It's okay. Do whatever you want. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm like, yeah. Like, okay, I need to. Uh, I need. I. I feel like I need to remember this, Holy Spirit. Can you be sure to remind me? You know, I, I don't really write things down anymore. Uh, sometimes I do. It's that reminders do. It's true when I feel like I need it. No debate whatsoever. <laughs> but then, uh, you know, the Holy Spirit will remind me if I need to or not. Uh, you know, if it's if it's true that you really do need to remember, uh, then you just have to keep your eye focused on the Holy Spirit and the voice of God. And it will remind you when you need to remind, be reminded. And if you didn't, and, you know, it's true. It's true as you were, were trying to figure it out. Uh, often, after the fact, you're like, oh, I knew I should have brought that happens, right? Like, oh, I knew I should have brought that thing. I thought of it, but then I thought, Oh, I'm just bringing so much other stuff. It's like, no, no, no. I need to redefine it. It's like, no, you needed to bring that and none of this other crap. <laughs> it's like, oh, I should have, should have just threw it in the bag. But, you know, you just like uh, we make. We make do with what we have. Uh, Holy Spirit does the same, and it's not implying guilt in any sort of fashion. And actually, it's more like, hey, you, you know, I was trying to tell you that it would be helpful for your learning practice if you did uh, bring that item for some reason, whatever it was. And yet now it's being used as like a plan B. It's like, yeah, you. You know, I was I was trying to tell you to bring that, uh, whatever it is, and you know, now you can observe how your mind was working. You're like, oh yeah, I was totally in denial about that. <laughs> Stop shouldering on yourself. Holy Spirit told you that clearly, huh? Oh no, no doubt. I've had uh, I've had a loud, clear voice wake me up and and told me to have sex with this woman. <laughs> no, loud and clear, you know, it's like a clear, audible voice uh, most of the time. Uh, yeah, it, it, you know, it, it takes some discernment, uh, pretty much, when you think there's some other voice, when you think there's some something else happening, then you hear what is the Holy Spirit naturally every day, all day, and then then you simply the other voice is just this aspect of doubt that it's something else. 
Oh, this this ego mind, as I call it, is is really the only the the thought in itself. It's like it is the doubt that it's doubting in and bringing the doubt up. But there's only that doubt. Like that's all it is. So there, there's the Holy Spirit's voice, the actuality of it, and then there's the doubt and the changer of the thought, and then. It regurgitates all of the information and he's like, oh no, maybe it's this, oh maybe it's that, oh, oh I learned in the past all of this information and I should use it this way. Oh no, I know this is better uh, for you, so I should take this instead of pretty much what I heard and what was coming naturally to me. And, and even though, uh, as the Course in Miracles does say, and I'd love to reinterpret this for some people, that... Uh, the ego speaks first bear with me here that the ego speaks first this is true this is true the ego is the first one to use words however the spirit and the voice for God is not even though it's called the voice it's not really an audible thing until you are desperate <laughs> until you're desperate enough to actually look for words and you have to translate it into words. Uh, so the Holy Spirit is an essence that is a feeling continuously, eternally, in every moment. And it's directing you to that place. And then the ego uses words first and speaks words first in your mind, trying to direct you away from that guidance, uh, you know, for your safety and your survival, of course. And, and believing that that's necessary. Cause you're gonna die. You're gonna die someday. You're gonna. It might be tomorrow. It might even be right now. Oh my gosh. Anyway, then the Holy Spirit speaks second because you're already obsessing about the words of an ego and and looking for words, uh, and you're not listening to the sensations, the feelings, the guidance as it is previous to words and then it comes up so holy spirit is now so-called speaking with words second and I, I just know this from my own personal observation of my existence and i'm the center of the universe so it's true for you too yeah you noticed it not quite yet we're training your ego huh yeah. Yeah, we're building this little ego up. We're trying to make him a little, you know. <laughs> we're trying to make it, it, it a pretty good ego, <laughs> but I, I'm feeling like he wants so much information and wants to learn and grow and so much. And I'm like, I, I'm trying to give it to him. I'm trying to. Do it, but I'm not reading books to him enough and, and all this stuff. I feel like I'm not giving him enough. Uh, I think he's 15 months. He, uh, I got to do the math again because I think we're pretty much up to 16 on the 14th. Um, and yeah. As soon as we noticed that uh, we were pregnant again, um, he, he also kind of knew, knew as well. Like, he starts coming up and tapping on mommy's belly and stuff. Like, hey, 
hey, something's in there. And I don't doubt that he is aware of that and actually has some visual aspect of seeing uh, that there's more happening in there. Yeah, no, I agree that, yeah, it's definitely my doubt in, in what's occurring that I really have no say in the matter. I mean, I can help direct him and he and he listens to what I'm talking about every day and he really wants to be up here and talking about, you know, he wants to be like daddy. So, you know, I'm putting on a pretty good image, I suppose. <laughs> Of, uh, I'm sure he'll show some interest of being, doing A Course in Miracles one day and all this good stuff. <coughs> yeah? <laughs> okay, that's a, that's an agreement, I suppose. <laughs> he really doesn't need it. At least not yet, but he's in this course of, and I don't know if you remember doing it or not, but a course in, in really limitation and learning limitation and learning how to walk in limitation, learning how to talk in limitation. And now, as we so desired, we crave this, to remember this, this limitlessness so we're here in A Course in Miracles desiring so much to, to be that self again that we can feel it under there, under our superficial imagery and, and sensations and, and, and somehow under these, these thoughts that we have. And there, there's something calling us every day. It's like calling us and... And then, I mean, those are, that's the way of a true mystic, really, is that you feel that desire. You want to expand in spirit. That's what you're desiring, is expanding into your spiritual awareness. I mean, we all really have it at just as much as each other, uh, but the awareness of it and, and to have that responsibility of being the awareness for the world and to be the, that so-called minister of God uh, for the rest of the world. And while some other people are desiring to make money uh, <laughs> completely at all, no, <laughs> no just uh, to, you know, to succeed in financially beyond just survival and beyond just, you know, whatever it might be for you, I don't know. Uh, and, and that drives them, that motivates them, that's a motivation. And some people are motivated by, you know, other people in relationships and wanting to, you know, find their, their partner, their life partner. And often these people, you know, they find their life partner and then they realize that they need more, uh, not realizing that their drive for their whole, most of their life was about finding a partner now all of a sudden they have a partner now they they don't realize that that drive is still there and so the way of the mystic is is really that you know i'm motivated in my personal experience i am motivated literally what will allow me 
to see and experience more of that of, of the spirit, of, of true identity, of the truth. And I'm motivated by that. It's almost as if the decisions I make every day are for that. And I'm here having a child, having a child, having a family, because I have realized and have been guided too in that same experience that it, the motivation is still in the fact that it is to increase that experience of God. So anyway, how, how's the sound going for you guys? Am I still there? Am I still in? Is it glitching? Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I'm motivated to be happy regardless of all circumstances. Yeah, and that's, you know, that's good too. That, you know, how I would say that's different from what I'm speaking about, it's like that motivation uh, as is what makes happy. So like my motivation to experience more of, of God or the awareness of God or, you know, I really has like no word, real words, a motivation of limitlessness. That's something that excites me, you know. And, and the excitement about that is, is definitely a sense of happiness. And uh, so it's same with those people that are striving for uh, not just financial success, but just outrageous out of the question, <laughs> success beyond measure. And, uh, you know, they, they say that makes them happy as well. And, you know, some people are depressed until they find that relationship and, uh, and, you know, they, they, only another person really makes them smile and, and things like that. And, uh, yeah, I, I mean, as far as I would say, m the motivation to experience God is that if I am striving for that and continuing to strive for that and not going for somehow a different motivation, I naturally find happiness in more locations and I think it is uh, the structure and I'm literally talking about the three frequencies of the derivatives of the 12 uh, rays of the existence of the universe so uh, these the original motivations of of what we are and regardless of the situation regardless of what you're doing it's true I mean before uh, before my travels I, w I did leave my wife at the time to start traveling and you know some reason she she thought I was like traveling sex drugs and rock and roll and I'm like what do you do you, are you serious and I, I, I was not happy uh, not going uh, I was not happy staying uh, I, I absolutely love her and yet I was not I was not motivated to strive in that. Uh, I was willing to take it on I, we, as we had a son and everything. I was, you can hear me talk about it in previous shows if you're interested um, in great detail. And, uh, you know, my motivation was to just follow guidance. And, and even the, the decision to, 
to really start traveling, it was it was pretty pretty awesome. Uh, that I, I made the decision and I was re- doing these podcasts, recording uh, I Am A Course of Miracles for the first time and I was also looking for a job, uh, trained as a massage therapist and um, it was when I made that decision, when I finally made that 100% decision, I'm traveling, I'm going, then also uh, I finally had job opportunity, job opportunities. Like I wasn't supposed to have a job at the time uh, like that. And, and it was kind of like I, the jobs came up finally to uh, restrict me from traveling. And, and I had three opportunities, three options to choose from. And uh, I was like, oh wow, what on earth is happening? <laughs> Like, I need a sign. You know, God, if you really want me to do this. Oh, what is going on with the sound? Hmm. If you really Oh, jeez. It's this constant crackling going on for me. I don't know if you guys are hearing that. Hmm. Okay. And uh, I, I laid back and received a text message from a friend. Well, my, my wife's at the time's friend her daughter randomly texted me the words to uh, Weird Al Yankovic's version of American Pie. And if you know what that is, then that that uh, goes with Star, or Star Wars, <laughs> uh, the first episode. And it says, my, my, this here Anakin guy may be Vader someday later, but now just a small fry. <sighs> Leaving home, kissing his mother goodbye, saying, I'm going to be a Jedi. I love getting goosebumps when I'm saying this. And that just, uh, that told me, I mean, especially because I was asking right in that moment, I need a sign if you want me to travel tell me what to do and that was it you know kiss your cares goodbye your troubles and your parents and your safety and comforts and uh kiss it all goodbye and you know yeah you might be vader you might be the antichrist later but now you're just a small fry and you know just this little guy learning saying i'm gonna be a jedi and you know I mean, what better words? Learning to be a Jedi, that's awesome. (laughs) So no doubt in my mind there, uh, my decision was definitely made. And I can't believe I made it uh, five years. Of course, help with Zoe definitely helped me out. And that was the same day. To go off another sign, uh, I was in the shower and I was... It's like, oh, I just, maybe I just like some help, some support in traveling and doing this. And, uh, and someone help. Hey, bud, be careful, man. And that very same day, uh, I didn't just already meet Zoe, but, uh, she, she came up to me and she's like, hey, maybe I can travel with you. I have I have some money 
and you just let me go with you. I'm like, like, well, that sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> but you got to let me uh, follow the guidance I need to follow. And, and you, you know, you're, you're traveling with me is kind of what it is. And so, yeah, yeah, no problem. Yeah. Did we have no problems along the way? <laughs> oh, no, no. That was definitely an amazing set of experiences uh, for learning and growing. And uh, do I miss fighting every day? No, not at all. Not at all. Uh, <laughs> and definitely uh, helped, got it out all of my system. Uh, I do not have any urge of being angry or mad or anything about anything anymore. And uh, that was beautiful. Anyways, uh, the same day. And, you know, before that one, I remember being on a, the first three weeks out. David Hoffmeister's, uh, the last, uh, what's it called, that they had a devotional in, in Canada there. And I was out looking over the lake and I was like, you know, I, I love that I'm doing this. And I think my wife was trying to contact me and get me back home. Like, come on, come, we made a big mistake and all this stuff. I'm looking up at the stars and I'm like, is this, am I supposed to be here? Am I supposed to be doing this? A little doubt in my mind, right? And I look up and right there, right where I'm looking, not any off to the side or anything, literally right where I'm staring is a shooting star. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it. Yes, I'm a sign seeker of the third kind and I do enjoy them. Uh, do I need them anymore? I do not. But just as like what I was talking about earlier, uh, the communications of you know, the TV saying same, same stuff that I'm saying and, and things like that, showing that this one mind scenario going on. and It's all, you know, yeah, it, it happens, but it's all like a reminder. <laughs> you know, that's not really the right word, too, because that also includes the forgetting. Um, and I'm not so much saying that I'm forgetting. I'm more saying that, uh, you know, and I always go back to the same word and is it really justifying it of this dance, this dance between God and I that we have in this universe of just everything going back and forth of I love you, no, oh, you love me, oh, I love you, you love me, or I, it's pretty much I love you, no, 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 I love you, without the no, I suppose. And uh, it's all just the entirety of the whole experience of life, the entirety of, of all existence. Uh, I mean, while I'm obsessed with this physicality and bodies and have some sort of purpose with it that only I seem to be aware and 
So it needs to like speak through it. So so that I'll pay attention. It needs a show in its uh, illusionary signs so that I can aware be aware of it really is just the reflection of what's occurring in my mind. And the sign really is just in my mind and then I actually want it and then I'm actually making it happen, directing this whole thing. No, no, we don't touch that. Daddy's using it. No. sign in my life that uh, it's kind of fun the past year or so when I <laughs> okay I try you shh I need good quiet boys okay yeah I need your help in being quiet because they're being it's really loud in the microphones okay thanks bud when I met my wife, Trina, it was junior high. I was 12 years old. And I, I've seen her around. We were both very shy. And one day I decided to, in hopes that it would reach a girl, uh, I put a note underneath my desk see if I would get a response and s start having communications with the female variety and it worked out in fact uh, well not right away I, I had to draw arrows on the desk <laughs> I'm surprised I got away with that and she uh, wrote back and we were communicating through notes for quite some time. Well, I, mean, I know the whole thing went almost all the way through junior high. Two, three years. She was the grade of, older than me, so she left. So, yeah, it would have been two years. A little less than two years. This Baba is still good. You can have it. Ew? Did you just say ew? You just ate. <laughs> Silly goose. Around that same time, I started having my communications with God at night, and throughout the day, my friends and I we were playing this superhero thing, and I started making up my own superhero. Oh man, and I had no idea, you know, I had no idea about any mantras or anything or any sounds that are sacred or anything like that, and it wasn't until later that I discovered that uh, I happened to be Oh man, and it really was the spirit trying to teach me, and 
that yes, you are Om. You are the son of the universe. You are quite literally the son of God. You are Om, and as a man, and I was designing myself, kind of, I'm drawing it out and designing my whole team, the Omen, and I didn't know what an Omen was. And what's really weird is that this past year, after getting back on my travels, or from my travels, I started seeing these omen in, you know, the omen appearing in my life, including Trina being one of them, being woe man. She was wo woe man and uh, didn't realize it was her, but. Woman's superpowers were, were being very, you know, of course, very woman powers. There was more, but there was, you know, whatever women have, and and that being fertile is definitely one of them. <laughs> yeah, woe man. So I'm O man, O M A N, and she's a W O M A N. So yeah, and there was. Uh, Oh baby, we got oh baby here, and oh baby <laughs> runs around with his binky, and <laughs> forget all their powers. But uh, Sea Man is obsessed with the ocean and breathes underwater and stuff, and that's my friend that came into my life, uh, who absolutely loves water, goes to Hawaii all the time, and he just wants to be in the water and. And then there's G-Man, who appeared this last year as, as well. And he is, oh jeez, annoying, okay. G-Man is uh, someone who is very good with uh, ground and, and can't see very well. He's like a mole and he, he got, he, you know, I can't go into great detail apparently and but it, it's awesome and the, even a man a man is obsessed with um, religious knowledge and and you know like amen and and these people are just appearing in my life and I'm like wow is this like set up for me to be aware of this omen like I'm <laughs> now reading into it where there's an omen coming in my life <laughs> And these people are appearing in my life and their abilities and and how they fit into this scenario and it's pretty awesome and Oman is uh, highly uh, telekinetic and psychic and you know beyond like little capabilities but so extreme and I guess that's Let's wait for this omen to happen. There's a few people to still come into my life. Uh, yet, uh, I do have suspicions of who oh boy is and oh girl. And, uh, and a few others. And, and yet, we'll see when it all comes together. Probably one day we'll all be sitting on the same lawn and that's when things happen, right? That's the end of the, end of the world right there. <laughs> I've been preparing this. It's fun. It's all fun in games. And I enjoy 
it all. I'm not attempting anymore to get out of to get out of it, and I I, I achieved that. I and even while you want to say I might be persuaded, still it's the same reason we're all here. I mean, we are we are the almighty creator of all the illusionary universe <laughs> and yet we think somehow we're stuck in that we think somehow we're doing something against our will or <laughs> it, it, it's hilarious when you think about it because no no if we wanted out of it we would be out of it so there's something that we want we want to do this we want to be experiencing this we want to go through this and uh, we know that it's not actually an issue. It's not a, you know, we're not ruining anything. We're not damaging our soul. We're not damaging somehow the truth about us or the consciousness. It all remains to be the same. And uh, we, we're quite literally just going through experiencing. And, you know, is it going to be here still? Are we going to even remember it? And that's uh, completely up to us. That, In fact, we are in the remembering of it right now uh, and enjoying every last minute of it and, and how it seems to be taking forever. And, oh, these years just keep going day in, day out, day in, day out. And it may have lost its, its excitement, and yet... Is there something, is there still something that does excite you and draw you and motivate you about the world? And we need to go for it, right? You need to go for it. You know, don't try and eliminate your desire for it because you feel guilty somehow that, you know, you're not, you're not doing the right thing. You know, it's not about the right thing. Go and do it. Because you'll find out that either you lose that draw, you're, you no longer desire it. I mean, you can be craving something for years and years and years, usually some sort of weird sexual activity, and then you go and do it, and then you're like, what the crap is this? You know, this is, this is silly. And, and then now that you've stretched your mind, opened your mind into allowing yourself to actually go there, now you don't crave it anymore. Now it can't be used to distract you from from the moment that you're in. And, and you know, you that's pretty much what the whole life, the whole world, the, the whole universe as we know it is, uh, that we are pretty much going in, checking it all out. You know, I have this desire to experience this. And then, you know, when we're done, we're like, oh, no, <laughs> no, no. I do not need any more of that. <laughs> that was that was nice. Yeah, great. Uh, I, I have no need to go back. I have no need to keep choosing that idea. Um, let's, let's go on to something new. And I don't know about you, but I'm I'm ready to go on to something new. Uh, you know, I, w I want to say that, but. Uh, I'm ready for a new variation of what this is, kind of new rules. I do not agree with a lot of the physical laws of the universe, and uh, I, I am accepting of them and 
continue to keep using them. Uh, yet, uh, one of these days I'm going to be fed up and I am going to stop, <laughs> stop using the physical laws in the way that we seem, they, they seem, that we seem to be victim of, or that we seem to be using them as if they're not being applied by us. <laughs> experiences that I've had and thank you for the opportunity to expand beyond them <coughs> okay what's up with that screaming you're doing lately huh come to you calling your name as if you are somehow separate from me I do carry a little aspect of this belief even while even while I'm here speaking to you asking you to help me to see I am willing to see beyond what I know now and assume to be true. You see my dedication throughout my life. You know the desire of my heart. You know what I want. And you know that it is you. Lead me, guide me, walk beside me. Help me to see the way. Grant me the motivation and the strength and the courage. The aspiration to do the things that you have set for me for my healing to return back to the conscious awareness of what we are. Thank you. I accept the responsibility to do these things, to be this for the rest of the world. I know everything that is occurring are the beliefs I've chosen and developed. I believe each and everything that is happening 
I believe there is another country out there that is having occurrences that I believe still are negative. I have this idea of what's right and wrong. I choose you above all else. I choose truth. Help me to be impartial today. Help me to see that it's all the same. That it's all perfect. Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you for being here. And thank you for teaching us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. spiritual lunch hour with me your host Reverend Devin Devine if you'd like more information about me and what I can do for you please visit openandclear.com that's O-P-E-N A-N-D C-L-E-A-R dot com Stay tuned to ACIM Gather for additional teachers, students, and those who love A Course in Miracles. <laughs>